Hello and good afternoon. I am recording this episode in the afternoon today instead of the morning. I had a little bit of a chill morning this morning and um, wound up starting my day a little bit later in the day. So I am now sitting here on my couch to record. It's quiet. I've done my laundry, done my dishes, got everything done that I needed to do. And now I can sit here and just focus. So, what I wanted to talk about today is this. I have seen this come up a lot in the manifestation community, in the law of attraction community, the law of assumption community, and even in the witchcraft communities. And the the thing that I hear... And the thing that I've also said myself, the things that I've also noticed in myself when it came to manifesting before and how I was going about it before versus the way I'm going about it now is this. I'm doing all the work. I'm affirming. I'm scripting. I'm journaling. I'm meditating. I'm doing spell work. I'm doing whatever it is that I need to do. I'm working on my self-concept and I'm affirming and affirming and affirming and affirming and affirming that what I want, what I desire, it is already the wish fulfilled or um, that it is coming to me and that I am manifesting it and I'm affirming for it and it's not happening. Or if something is happening, it is the opposite of what I wanted. So, so what's going on here? And when this happens, a multitude of things could be happening. And they all have to do with your intention. Both your inner intention and your outer intention. And I heard it said beautifully by by someone else that I follow, is that when you are not receiving the result that you desire, when you are not manifesting into your reality the desire that you have, and particularly when it comes to a specific person, I've seen this happen. I've seen it happen with people manifesting money as well, but, and I've heard stories about it with people manifesting money. And I've even heard, you know, stories about it from people who have come to me as as my tarot clients and and even just as friends when we when we start talking about manifesting. But I will hear people say it more often when it comes to manifesting a specific person that they're affirming and that they're getting into the state of the wish fulfilled and they're doing everything that they can to be able to attract what it is that they want but it's not working out. And sometimes what will happen is that they'll get the bare minimum from that person or that person will ghost them or that person will start to block them or they'll be checking social media and they'll see that that person didn't like their post or that person didn't send them a message or that person didn't do whatever it is that they wanted to do wanted them to do or they didn't see their TikTok video or better yet that person blocked them on absolutely everything 
because they were feeling energetically drained like the the person that they that they were hoping to attract blocked them on everything and started treating them a certain way and it got to a point where they just started to break down because they weren't attracting what it is that they wanted and when it comes to the law of attraction it will it will come down to like begets like like attracts like when it comes to the law of assumption it's more of that i i assume that i am chosen i assume that i am worthy i assume this attitude of the best version of myself and i and i know that i'm chosen because i choose myself and i know that i am worthy because i assert my worth and i assert my value and i'm adding value to uh to the world by what it is that I do and I recognize my own value and I recognize my own self-worth and I validate myself I don't necessarily need the other person to validate me I'm good I'm whole I'm complete on my own but what's happening with that is that they're also saying when they're affirming they are affirming against the inner intentions of that other person. So if that other person is feeling like maybe they do want to be in a relationship but they don't want to be in a relationship with someone who is automatically turning them into this priority and automatically coming on too strong, then they will either do one of two things. They will give the bare minimum or they will completely be repelled away. And then that person who's saying, okay, well, what did I do wrong? Two things. First off, we are all connected. And we can all feel the energy coming off of another person. We can all be tuned into that energy. Whether we are empathic or we are, you know, hyper aware, it doesn't really matter. We are connected and energy attracts energy and energy also repels energy. And you can like, say for instance, you can step into a room and you can just feel the tension or you can step into a room and you can just feel how good it feels to be in that room and how positive it feels to be in that room. Or a person can walk into a room that might have been tense at first and then because that person is there and that person has really good energy and they're very confident and they're very, you know, just radiating, the energy in the room will start to pick up and people will start to feel more elevated because that person is in the room because they feel the energy off of that person that says everything is, everything is perfect, everything is fine, everything is beautiful, everything is amazing, I'm confident. I'm going to help you feel confident. Whatever it is, right? But we can feel energy. And energetically, if you are acting or even believing and thinking and feeling from a place of desperation and neediness and um, codependency and clingy energy where you're grasping at, I need this other person to 
recognize that I am worthy and that I am the one in order for me to feel happy about myself, in order for me to feel good, in order for me to feel like my, my life is, is more complete because I have this person in my life loving me and supporting me and worshiping me and obsessing over me the same way I obsess over them. And you have this, this needy energy towards that. When your energy is needy and coming from a place of desperation, that specific person that you're hoping to attract is going to pick up on that. They're going to say, oh, this person is obsessed with me. And their inner intention is going to be to get away from you. Because they can feel that you are obsessed with them. They can feel from the actions that you take towards them, the intentions that you have towards them. That you are just all about them. Nothing else matters. You barely even matter to yourself. They can feel that. They can feel that. Especially if you are showing in ways that you only care about being validated externally. And, and to be fair, I've, I've had that kind of attitude as well. I've had that kind of attitude in my life where I've been wanting to attract specific outcomes and specific things and specific people. And then what winds up happening is that I wind up repelling the energy that I hope to attract because of the fact that I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not doing what I need to do for myself. I'm not even taking care of my responsibilities to myself, which are the bare minimum responsibilities, like, excuse me, eating properly or getting enough sleep or getting enough hydration or, you know, uh, taking, taking regular showers or whatever it is. And if I'm not taking care of myself, if I'm not giving to myself the love that I hope to receive or the love that I want to give to someone, then what's going to happen is that I am going to be miserable and that energy is going to be pushed out. That energy of I'm miserable and I want someone else to make me happy is going to be pushed out. And what's going to happen is that specific person that I'm hoping to attract or that specific job that I'm hoping to get, or that specific thing that I'm hoping to attract into my life, that specific amount of money, it's not going to happen. Or even if I do attract it, I might only have it for a short period of time, and then I'll lose out on it because of the fact that I am not stepping into my own frame and pulling my own energy back. What I'm doing instead is making that other person or that other thing more important than me. And what happens with that is that you will lose out on those opportunities. You will lose out on opportunities to be with someone better. You will lose out on opportunities to be a better person for yourself. You will lose out on opportunities to actually create a more desirable relationship between you and that person. You will lose out on opportunities to create the life that you truly want because you are acting from a space that says, 
I need this person to talk to me. I need this person to be with me in order for me to be happy. And even if you're affirming and you're scripting and you're journaling and you're meditating on it and you are doing your best to move into the state of the wish fulfilled, you're coming out of that space. Whenever you come out of that space of affirming and meditating and and scripting and journaling and all of these different things, whenever you come out of that space, you are checking your phone to see if they texted you. You are checking your phone to see if they called you. You are checking social media to see if they liked your posts. You are checking everything to see what they're doing. You're checking social media to see what that person is doing. Not even just when it comes to you, but just on like a scale of, I want to know what they're doing when they're not thinking about me, when they're not talking about me, when they're not texting me back. And they can feel that desperation coming off of you. They really can. They really can. And what will happen is one of two things. You'll either completely repel that person to where they will just up and ghost you. They will, they will up and just, just no, no relationship with you, no contact whatsoever. Or they will come around and they will actually say something and say that you're coming on too strong. You're putting them in this position that makes them feel as though they, they have to answer you. <laughs> Or you'll get, or you'll get upset, <laughs> and and just different things. Where if they are going to continue to talk to you, they'll they'll start calling you out on your behavior because your behavior is scaring them, and your behavior is is repellent, and and they're going to start setting harsher boundaries with you. And if you don't respect those boundaries, then they will cut you off. And the reason this happens is because we are focused more on the getting something than we are on the just letting go and allowing it to happen. We are focused on how we're going to get it. We are focused on when we're going to get it. We are focused on why we want it. And we make that why out to be that I won't be happy until I have this thing. I won't be happy until I'm in this relationship with this person. So if you're finding yourself in this position, especially when it comes to attracting a specific person, where you won't, like where you you don't get any contact from them, they start ghosting you, or they tell you that you're coming on too strong, Really, really ask yourself, what is it that you are doing? How are you communicating? What are you communicating? How are you acting towards this person? What are your true intentions towards that person? And are you pursuing a little too heavily? And, and really ask yourself what you can do to start pulling your energy back, to really focus on you. And not in this spiteful way to be like, okay, well, well, screw this person. But more of this way that says, I'm going to choose myself. I'm going to focus on myself, regardless of whether or not I attract this person back, regardless of whether or not this person wants to be with me in a romantic relationship. 
I am going to work on being the best version of myself because I need because I want to do it for me. I'll give you an example. I'll give you two examples from my own personal experience. About a year ago, I had a client and I was working with her quite regularly and not even just, you know, not, not, not even just was she buying readings, but she was also um, keeping in touch with me and giving me updates. And, and, I, and I allowed her to. I, I said, all right, yeah, you can give me updates. That's fine. And she was buying candles and she was doing candle magic and she was listening to Law of Attraction, and there were times where I was sending her videos, and I felt like I was in this position where I was trying to give her advice all the time and give her opinions, and um, I was, and and I was coming from a space of like, okay, well, I'm trying to work on me, I'm trying to focus on me, um, I'm doing this at work as well, and there were times where she would be like messaging me while I was at work, and I was working in this little, um, in this little witchy shop, and I was working both with helping at the, at the counter, um, you know, helping, helping with purchases, helping people, um, with, uh, crystal facts, helping people with facts about some of the things that we carried and some of the herbs that we carried and, and different things like that. And, um, helping sometimes with the selling of product as well as being in the back and being the in-house tarot reader for that day and I, I would work two to three days a week and and I was also receiving messages from this person and I was doing my best to be there and be supportive but what was happening was that whenever this person was coming to me about their situation, because they had also gotten a couple of love readings from me and a twin flame reading and confirmed that their person that they had recently gone through a bit of a breakup from was quite possibly their twin flame. And I said, look, it's, it's a little hazy. I'm not going to confirm or deny that they might be your twin flame. But there is energy here speaking of a soul bonded connection. And either you created a soul bond with each other or they really are a soul bonded person to you. Either way, there is a contract between the two of you. There is a soul bond between the two of you. And... I told this person I had to call them out several times because it seemed as though they were getting obsessed because they were constantly coming to me and saying, but he's not calling me, but he is not responding to me, but he, you know, then he's turning around and telling me that he wants to be with me and trying to get me to go over there and spend a weekend. But then... XYZ is happening and he turns around and he's cold and distant and then his friends are telling me different things and I don't really know what to believe and I'm constantly crying and 
just all of these different things and I had to tell her I said look you are acting in a way that says that you are obsessed you are acting in a way that says I am obsessed with this person my only focus is being with this person this is the only thing that's going to make me happy and she didn't take too kindly to that we wound up we wound up uh cutting contact and and not speaking ever again and I had to let her go as a client because she was getting to this point where she was getting so obsessive with her trying to be in this relationship again with this person and her only focus being that relationship that it was starting to create toxicity with other friendships as well and other interactions as well. And I I told her this can't this can't continue to go on. Maybe I'm not the kind of person that you need to be seeking advice from. And she didn't really take too kindly to that. But I had to let that I had to let that client um, and and reader agreement go because of the fact that it was getting to a point where I was seeing that my client was being very obsessive about manifesting this relationship. Another personal experience for me in which I have seen myself go through something similar is I had this one relationship where at the end of the relationship, I was told that I wasn't really loving myself enough and there was a point within this relationship well before we even fully broke up where we got into this massive argument we got into this massive argument over something and I can't even remember what it was but I was feeling very depressed that day I was feeling very emotionally exhausted, very depressed, very upset, and I was wanting my partner to be there for me emotionally, and they were showing me that they couldn't be. And they wound up saying, I think we need a little bit of a break. And I tried to contact them about that, and I tried to talk to them, and I tried to say, well, why did why, why are you telling me this? Why, why are you wanting to do this? And I, and I went into panic mode. I went into fight or flight mode. And I was incessantly calling them. I was incessantly texting them. And I was like, please talk to me. The fact that we can't communicate is what is disturbing me the most. You don't even want to communicate with me on this point. You just want this break. And... I and I was willing to give the person space if they needed space, but they were asking for kind of more of a breakup, just just out of nowhere, just because I was going through a depressive episode. And I was like, how would you feel if if you were going through a depressive episode and instead of actually being there for you and doing my best to be supportive, I just said, no, I can't handle this. I'm bouncing. And we finally did speak about it. 
And that relationship still wound up months later, uh, resulting in an actual breakup. But, um, you know, we realized that we weren't compatible. We realized that we were, you know, not really loving ourselves. We realized, especially me, that I was putting them on a pedestal and I was changing myself for them (laughs) all the time. And it did wind up resulting in a few months later in a breakup, but I was very obsessed with wanting to move the relationship forward and wanting to have this conversation when they weren't ready for it. And it repelled them. And I had to give them a huge break for a couple of weeks. And finally, at the end of a couple of weeks, I texted them and I said, it's been hurting me. It's been hurting me that we can't even have this conversation and we can't even find what the best solution is for us, whether that's a breakup or actually being together and and working through our problems and working through whatever it is that we need to work through emotionally and mentally and all of these different things. It's been hurting that I can't even try to come to you to, to say that maybe we could have this discussion in person and maybe we should have this discussion soon. You, you've just been avoiding me. And that, and that doesn't feel right because I want to work through our problems together. I want to work through this issue that we have. And we finally did, but then it still wound up resulting in a breakup a few months later. And that was really what we needed. We weren't really compatible. We were emphasizing too much of what we wanted from the other person and our needs weren't being met in this relationship. And looking back, I really did love this person and I know that they really cared about me too, but we just, we just were not compatible at all. <laughs> um, and, and looking back, you know, it, it, it would have been a better friendship than it was a relationship, but um, I had to, I had to learn that. I had to, I had to grow from that and learn that. And, and now I, I still hope that they have a good life and, and I wish them the best, um, from a distance, from a very long distance because we don't even speak. But I had to learn for myself that what they were saying about me not loving myself enough was right. And I've been doing the work on that for a good four years now. And this isn't to to share a sob story. This isn't to try and repeat too much of anything. But this is to say that the more that you actually do take the time for yourself and the more that you actually do sit with your yourself and you recognize, okay, well, maybe I'm not giving enough love. Maybe I'm not actually giving enough love to myself as I thought. I was trying to say that way too fast. I'm not giving enough love and attention to myself. I'm putting all of these other people before me and I'm prioritizing them before myself. And I'm doing all of these things that I think I'm supposed to do. But really, at the end of the day, it's just just causing more detriment. So if you find yourself in a position, especially if you are manifesting and affirming and meditating at night and listening to subliminals and affirming like a banshee and going through all of these different techniques and, you know, whether you're dropping into the law of assumption state of the wish fulfilled or you are following the law of attraction principles of like begets like 
or you are um, doing spell work, whatever it is that you are doing to accelerate your manifestation. If you are noticing that when you are doing all of these things, that you are not getting the results that you want, maybe it's time to shift that focus and, and focus on your self-concept and sit with yourself and recognize the belief systems that you have towards whatever it is that you're wanting to manifest, whether that's money, whether that's a relationship, whatever it is. What are your beliefs towards how that thing should act towards you? What are your beliefs towards receiving this thing in your life? What are your beliefs towards love? What are your current assumptions about love? What are your assumptions about relationships? What are your assumptions about money? What are your belief systems towards money? What have you been taught about money? And recognize ways in which you are acting that might actually be coming from this place of desperation. And moving from this state of desperation to being like, I will be happy if I get this or if I get something better. I am happy in my own life. And I will say this. Yes, creating new assumptions for yourself, creating new belief systems for yourself, working on your self-concept, it is going to take time. It is going to take time. It can happen instantaneously and you can manifest overnight. But when you are attached to the outcome, when you are attached to the result making you happy, when you are desperate for that thing to make you happy or that person to make you happy, you create more desperation for yourself. You create more of that lack because you are focused on that lack. You are focused on, oh, it isn't here. Oh, it hasn't happened. Oh, it's not going to happen. And the more you focus on that desperation and lack, the more of desperation and lack you create for yourself towards that manifestation. Okay? I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, feel free to leave a rating and review to let me know. And if you would like to further discuss anything that I have discussed in this episode, feel free to reach out to me by sending me a direct message on Spotify or Anchor or reaching out to me at cardomancybyalice at gmail.com. I will be happy to open up discussion with you and and go through any of the topics that I've discussed or even um, listen to your suggestions for future topics. If you would like to receive a private reading, you can also reach out to me at cardomancybyalice at gmail.com or you can find me on my website at skeletongrin.square.site to book a private and personal reading. I'm also offering coaching on Tarot 101 and uh, Relationship 101, such as Soulmate Connections, Twin Flame Connections, and the like. And I would be happy to go through that with you as well. I hope you have a wonderful day and know that I love you, know that you are loved, know that you are a miracle manifester and anything that you want is already yours. Bye.